You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Well, we have an interesting surprise for the second half of the show when our guest will share with us an amazing experience he had out in nature. I'll just dangle that out in front of you. And until then, we're going to talk about his very valuable Family Rules program. The book is called Positive Parenting with the Plan, with a plan, and the author is Dr. Matthew Johnson. Would you welcome to the show, Dr. J? How you doing? Hello, great. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. You know, recently I was studying about the universe and the creation theories, and um, quite a few of them say, and there's a lot of um, oh g- groups uh, with their ancient customs that say that first there was chaos and then there was divine order that made order out of chaos. And you're talking about children, uh, grades kindergarten through 12, and how important families are and how important order and structure is to prevent chaos. You want to share some of that? Yeah. Um I've been working in the mental health field for about 26 years, and um, I started off working in a group home setting, residential treatment, and an inpatient psychiatric hospital. We'd get these kids come in from these very chaotic homes, and we would spend some time um, with these kids, you know, several months to a year or so, stabilize them, get them to the point where everyone thought they were ready to go back home, including the parents send them back home, and then within one, two, three months of sending them back home, get these phone calls from those parents going, my kid is right back to where they used to be before I brought them to you, and now I got this big bill to pay, thanks for nothing, and then hang up. Yeah. And I saw that, and I thought, well, what are we doing here? What's going on? How come, why do they keep going down the toilet after discharge? Yeah. And then I finally figured it out. It's because we're not teaching the parents to do in their home what we were doing in our facilities to save the kids. So Bingo. the parents are the other part of the equation. Yeah, well, we all have seen the dog whisper on National Geographic cable TV, and yeah. it only takes a couple episodes to realize that he's doing most of his work with the owners, and it really should be called the owner whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and parenting's the same way. Yeah. Um, how value is it to get the rules straight for the kids at home, like even writing them down? Oh, very important because most parents, when they parent, they're flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah. And um, therefore, every parenting decision is greatly influenced by mood and energy level. And it often leaves kids having to do um, mind reading to figure out which rules mom and dad are going to enforce. And then 
their mood and energy level influences which rule they're going to enforce today and not tomorrow, but yet yeah. again next week, and it creates a whole lot of frustration for everyone. So the uh, comfort zones and old habits and, and moods for the day, it really isn't a functional thing to bring children in. It's perhaps even more non-productive, even, even though you'd think, boy, I'd like to just come home after a hard day's work, and I don't want to put up with this stuff. Right, I just want to come home, sit down, relax, and not have any problems. But, you know, parenting is a, a 24-7 um, job, and if we do our job, if we do our roles, which our first role of parenting is disciplinarian, and our second role is that of um, friend, a very close second. And by the way, disciplinarian does not mean beat your child once a day whether they need it or not. <laughs> it actually comes from the root word disciple to teach, guide, instruct, direct, correct. So anyway, if we do our roles, disciplinarian, and then friend close second, and we provide order and structure correctly and consistently, yeah. utilizing rewards and consequences, we actually make our job easier and in our homes much more sane, and then we actually can come home from work and relax. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Johnson, Matthew Johnson, who's written the book Positive Parenting with a Plan, uh, and this talks about his family rules program. So in your book, you mentioned the seven cardinal sins of parenting. What are they? Well, um, one is too much talking, nagging, and lecturing. Um, most of us have seen Charlie Brown cartoons, and there was the classroom. You never saw the teacher, but you heard the teacher. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and after one to two minutes of nagging and lecturing our kids, that's what we sound like. Much like, you know, our parents sounded to us after they nagged and lectured us for one to two minutes. Yeah. So and what, uh, the problem is most parents, when they nag and lecture, they think they're going to head little Billy off at the pass and prevent the ultimate headbutting confrontation. But all they manage to do is to train little Billy to tune them out every time they talk. How do you get around this? Well, you get around it by recognizing that um, most kids are 8.5ers. And, and that means seven out of every ten kids that take an intelligence test score in the average range, low average, average, high average. That leaves three kids left. You cut one of those kids in half. Don't try that at home. And you put 1.5 of them out on the front end of the bell curve. They score in the superior to very superior range. They are our Einsteins, our rocket scientists, and our neural brain surgeons. And 8.5 out of every ten kids get it. So, therefore... All you have to do is say what you want to say in one or two sentences. They get it. And then you better be prepared with a system of order and structure that you correctly and consistently implement over time, utilizing rewards and consequences to deal with their free will choices for better or worse because no amount of negative lecturing is ever going to change a doggone thing. So you're, um, if a person is saying things way too much and that kind of thing, it's, it's almost a sign of their disempowerment. Exactly. You're undermining your own authority and you're empowering the kid while you're disempowering yourself. Correct. And so what you're saying is they're coherent. If you just uh, expect that and have the house run that way, they're going to catch on and, and respond very quickly because 
like you say, actions speak louder than words, you will follow up with the next step. Exactly. And if you do that correctly and consistently, then they get it, and there's no more of that frustration between parents and kids. Yeah, which is just a waste of time. So number two, cardinal sins. Another cardinal sin of parenting is um, anger, parental temper tantrums. Kids aren't the only ones who have temper tantrums. Right. And um, it's normal for a parent to lose their temper once, twice, three times while raising a kid. Yeah. Um, but it's not normal to lose your temper again and again and again and again and again and yes. again and again. Yes. And, and maybe that parent might benefit from some anger management therapy with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a, a recipe. Movie, huh? Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe just maybe that parent has a case of undiagnosed, untreated bipolar disorder. Yeah, yeah. and or uh, an, a case of undiagnosed, untreated adult ADHD. And one of the components of ADHD is impulsivity, saying and doing things before you think about it, and then right. go, "Why do I keep losing my temper over and over and over again?" Yeah, so that's a, a wreckage uh, looking to happen there until it gets dealt with. Exactly. Anger uh, never works. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Dr. Matthew Johnson, who has a family rules program that he's written about in Positive parenting with a with a plan. So in this day and age, in the world and in the United States a lot, there's a um, great deal of permissiveness. And uh, is there a problem with that, or is that just you know lovey-dovey and really good? Uh, do kids need stronger authority than that? Oh, they do. And you know what? That's not just a problem in the United States. My my parenting program. I first of all. Just so your radio listeners understand, I speak in 80 cities a year all over the U.S. and Canada. I've been doing it the last seven years. I've trained over 30,000 professionals and thousands of parents. But my parenting program is also being used successfully in, in Canada, Europe, Africa, uh, India, Central South America, Australia, and Japan. I, I spoke at the World Family Therapy Conference last month and trained over 500 counselors from around the world. This problem of permissiveness is not just unique to the United States of America. It kicked in about a good 30, 40 years ago with Dr. Spock and company who wanted to coddle children and cater to their self-esteem, trying to help everyone feel all better by no competition, no flunking out of school. Let's make everyone feel better. We don't want to hurt their feelings. But by robbing them of the opportunity to fail and robbing them of the opportunity of if you don't succeed, try, try again, um, we're undermining our children's self-esteem. We're undermining our own authority. They develop a sense of entitlement. Yes. And you know what's, what's interesting is if you teach a kid to set a goal and go for it no matter what, even if they fall on their face a few times, but eventually they achieve their goal, and then they feel good about it, or yeah. teach a kid to do the right thing, and they do it, and then they feel good about it. It's amazing how their self-esteem picks up. And that uh, that uh, that goes with them all their life. So things, you know, it's a path of just getting better and better and better. 
Exactly. So if you want a kid to feel good about themselves, then teach them to do right. If you want them to feel good about themselves, then teach them to get off their butts, get off the couch, put down the video game, and get out there and set some goals and compete for it. Right. And and when you accomplish it, you will feel better. Michael Jordan got cut from his high school team. <laughs> what would have happened? You know, think about it. Who, who, who would want to be the coach that cut Michael Jordan? But the reality is that coach did the best favor to Michael Jordan anyone ever could have done in his life. That's because right. Because he, he lit a fire under Michael Jordan's butt That's that got right. him out there showing him and everyone else just how good he was. And I would imagine those of us with character in the audience who have similarly had an experience where somebody said, no, you're not good enough, and you just, you know, you rile up and go, well, I'm going to be good enough, and then you go out and make that happen, understand how much more valuable than it is than to just pat Johnny on the head, oh, it's okay, honey, and uh, not get them out there like we all did. Right. You know, I don't want my kid to try out for the team because he might not make it, and then he would feel bad. Well, so what? <laughs> you know, let him feel bad. Let that light a fire under his butt to get out there and try something. You know, maybe he'll make the team next year, or maybe that sport is not his sport. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a different sport. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's music. You know, yep. Yep. maybe it's something else. So we're talking about, you know, s- strong boundaries and parameters. Um, what value is it for everyone to be listening to each other? Oh, communication is a lifeline in a family. And one of the things my parenting program requires is a weekly family meeting. You wouldn't believe how many families don't even sit around the dinner table anymore. They just sit in the living room with their plate on their lap watching TV together. And that can make a huge difference right there, just having dinner together with nothing else distracting. Isn't that right? Exactly. And, and you know, develop some kind of family ritual. And every family will do it differently. But, you know, we need to take uh, what's a break. your highs and lows for today? Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Our guest today, Dr. Matthew Johnson, Positive Parenting with a Plan. Hey, stay with us. We've got more to come. <laughs> 